Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Wow, why don't you give Jesus a shout of praise? If I had ten thousand tongues, it would still not be enough. All right. Many of you are excited about what Jehovah has done for us. To Jehovah, for he has done so very much for me. I'm excited to see the Sunday. I don't know if you're excited. I mean, I don't know if you understand what it takes to make it through the year. If you did, you will be excited. You will give the Lord a shout. You will give him praise. You will lose control of yourself because God has done something wonderful. Somebody scream! Wow. It's a blessing. Lift your hands and let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be together. Thanks for this time to come together to give you thanks. We bless you for the opportunity. Some have had things done for them, but they never had the opportunity to say thanks. We are alive to say thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. As we come before your word, mighty Holy Spirit, teach us in a special way. Speak to us in a special way. Minister to us in a special way. Open the eyes of our understanding to behold wondrous things and mighty things from your word. In the name of Jesus, I humble myself before you. I say, use me to your glory and your glory alone. To you be praised. To you be glory forever and ever. And everybody said, 
morning service God is turning you into a winner I said by reason of your thanksgiving today God is turning you into a winner if you believe it shout amen hallelujah you may be seated in the presence of God well it's exciting to be back in Peter Marisbeck the city of our God this is Mount Zion Bible says we have come to Mount Zion to an innumerable company of angels so today we are sitting among angels and the Bible says upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance today deliverance is your portion in the name of Jesus if you believe it say amen you are delivered from your enemies you are delivered from your sicknesses you are delivered from your troubles you are delivered from your mistakes you are delivered from your fear in the name of Jesus hallelujah sit down wow the atmosphere is really charged first it was fragrance then it turned to fire my worship is my weapon this is how i win my battle preach I'm sure we came to hear the word of God and God has something special to tell you this church is going places I prophesy to you I prophesy to you that this church is going places so I want to encourage everybody here present strategically position yourself yeah strategically position yourself so that you will go where the church is going Hallelujah. People are going to become business owners. People are going to become job owners. Employers are being birthed today. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy to you this morning. That God is changing the levels of the members of the church. Something sporadic is about to happen. Beginning from today, the first Sunday of December 2021, somebody's level is changing dramatically. A year from today, you cannot be recognized. We cannot compare what you will be 365 days from today to what you are today. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's your portion in the name of Jesus. Some special is happening in this place I say to you and I declare to you position yourself in such a way that this breakthrough will come to you whatever 
title cannot be used towards you today a year from today i prophesy to you it can be used towards you a year from today you will be called a pastor because you are not called a pastor today a year from today you'll be called a father a year from today you'll be called a boss a year from today whatever title there be that is due you will come to pass in the name of jesus receive it now in jesus name hallelujah you may be seated maybe today you are a passenger I prophesy to you one year from today you'll be driving there are four people here especially this prophecy is for you one two three four receive it don't know how to drive and this blessing is for you better learn how to drive the sign that you believe in this prophecy is learning how to drive There are five people here. God is taking your tithe above 5,000 rands. 2022 will be a supernatural year for you. I said there are five people here. Receive it. One, two, three, four, five. It's happening now in the name of Jesus. Five. I said what? Let's count. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The smoke of my worship release upon the earth. There's somebody here you are saying, how can these things be? Seeing that I know no man. It's a good question to ask. And I'm saying to you, the power of the Lord shall overshadow you. And it shall bring it to pass. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now with faith. Knowing that God will perform it. In the name of Jesus. Sit down. I want to preach for one hour. So I'm just waiting for my time to get to one hour. Then I start preaching. Camelo paste palayando la casa. There's somebody here that has not been peace in your house in 2021. God is calming the waters now in the name of Jesus. He says, I should tell you, be still and know that I am God. God is bringing peace to your home in the name of Jesus. Receive it right now in Jesus' mighty, mighty, mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. All right. Now I have 60 minutes. Let us roll. Hallelujah. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday. And well, before I get 60 minutes, I bring you greetings from our convener, Bishop Emmanuel Clufio. We're blessed to have. Oh, okay. This thing will be common in this church. 
I preached in a Nigerian church some time ago. When you share a revelation, when you say something, they come and put an offering on the stage. And the church is very blessed. This church is going to become very blessed. And this is the sign of what I told you that something, the church is changing. That people, it's not offering time. People will just start giving. Because one of the signs of blessing is giving. When you see people who are blessed and people who are about to bless, they give. So that spirit of not giving is dying from today. In every single member who's connected to Jesus Christ and connected to me, that spirit is dying because God is opening us to a season of multiple breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wonderful. Can we put it in the, in the, in the basket so that I don't step on it? It's a sign of disrespect. So. Hallelujah. So Bishop Clifford sends his greetings. He sent me a message this morning. He said, God is going to bless our church. And the churches are going to work. So I see the churches working. Yeah. Amen. Great. So this morning being Thanksgiving Sunday, I'm sharing on what I call understanding thanksgiving. Pastor Malik. Understanding thanksgiving. Amen. Bible says in Proverbs 4, 7, Bible says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. But in all thy getting, get understanding. It is believed that wisdom is knowing what to do and doing it. But understanding enhances your results of doing it. To do what you know and to do it well, you need understanding. So the depth of your understanding concerning anything you do determines how well you do it and therefore the results you get from it. Hallelujah. The the result. So, So understanding is a catalyst of your wisdom. It's an enhancer of your wisdom. It's a pusher of your wisdom. So when you know what to do, What makes you get results from it is the understanding, the depth of your understanding, how much you understand it. That's what makes. So, as we are talking about thanksgiving, that's why we are not just talking about thanksgiving, but we are saying understanding thanksgiving. And if you and I understand thanksgiving, now we will give thanks with understanding, and it will give us the results we are looking for. Psalm 47, verse 7, the Bible says, The whole earth. Is the Lord or the earth. God is the king of all the earth. Therefore, give him praise with understanding. Amen. Give him praise with understanding. It says, for God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. So, to even praise God for your praise and your thanksgiving to be effective, do it with what? Understanding. Do it. If you don't do it, I will say, this is our way. When you just see it as a vibey song, a reggae vibey, something that makes your heart beat faster than and pumps the blood. But it's actually a message and a prayer to God. When you understand it, you sing it in a different way. Am I talking to somebody? Oh, yeah. So today, we are coming to understand Thanksgiving even better. 
and to understand, we want to look at what thanksgiving is, why we must thank God, and how we can thank God. Hallelujah. I think answering these three questions will help us to get the right result from thanksgiving. I said the power of your action is greatly enhanced by the depth of your understanding. So the power of our thanksgiving will be greatly enhanced by our understanding of what thanksgiving is, why we must give thanks, and how to give thanks appropriately. I finished these three things, and then we can go home for lunch. Hallelujah. I feel blessed already. What is thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is giving glory to God for his mighty acts. Giving glory to God for his mighty acts. Every time God acts in our lives, he expects us to give thanks. You wake up today, God expects you to give thanks. Anything God does in your life, he expects us to give thanks. When you look at the parable of the ten, the talent, the, no, not the talent, the parable of the lepers, the story about the ten lepers, Luke 17, God was expecting them to come and give thanks because there were ten lepers who met Jesus, Luke 17. They met Jesus and when they met Jesus, Jesus said to them, go and show yourself to the priest. And as they were going to, they cried out to Jesus for help. And when they were going to meet the, the priest, Bible says, as they went, verse, verse 13, 14, 15, let's just read 15 and 16. It says, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. All of them were healed. As they were going, Bible says, if you read the verse before, as they were going, all of them got healed. But when they got healed, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned, with a, he turned around and with a loud voice, he glorified. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. So, Jesus said, go and show up to the priest. When they turned around to go, then they realized that they were healed. Then one of them started glorifying. Then he turned his back, to, he turned around to face Jesus. And Bible said, he fell on his face and gave thanks. For he was a Samaritan. Look at verse 70, what Jesus said. And Jesus answering said, would there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? So anytime God does something for us, he expects us to thank him. He expects us to, he expects us to give him glory. So David said, bless the Lord, O my soul, Psalm 103. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. He said, bless God, don't forget his benefits. He said, give God thanks, O my soul. Give God thanks and don't forget his benefits. Every single one of us have benefited from the grace of God. If you look at the list that David makes here, all of us have had that. The Bible says he forgives our iniquities. How many of you have sinned this year? That's a reason to give him thanks. Because he forgave you when you sinned. Because the punishment for sin is death. The wages of sin is death. So all of us, we, we, every day you should have died. It's not even coronavirus. Just sins. You sin, you die. So Moses said, the soul that sinned shall die. You sin, you die, but God forgives you. Yeah. Bible says, he delivers our He healed our disease. How many of you, you had some sickness? That's even what you know. You were sick in 2021. 2021. 
but God, the fact that you didn't die, because every sickness is, to, is supposed to kill you. So the fact that you didn't die means God healed you. Yeah. This, these are sicknesses that you know. There are sicknesses that there is no sign, so you don't know. Some of you may be terminally sick right now that you don't know. But God has kept you alive. You just don't know. You just don't know. I mean, a man called me. He said, I have stage three. I just went to the hospital. I discovered that I have stage three cancer. When it was stage one, he didn't know. Stage two, he didn't know. He found out at stage three. means he had been sick for a long time. As he's moving around, shouting at the neighbors, he's a sick man. At a dead man walking. He was a dead man walking. But he found out at stage three. So he healed us. What again? What again? One more, one more. Verse 4. He redeemed our lives from destruction and crowned us with loving. So David said, don't forget. He turned on six to Bible. He said, Let, beware, lest thou forget the Lord your God that brought you out of the land of bondage. 612. 6-12. He says, be careful. When you are not somebody who's into thanksgiving, you will forget to give thanks. He said, beware, be careful, be careful, be mindful, be steady, unless you forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. If you are not serious, you will forget. If you take thanksgiving for granted, you will forget to say thank you. You forget even what God has done. So today we have come to acknowledge the things that God has done for us as a church. Is come. That's why we have. That's why we are having a Thanksgiving service. We have come to acknowledge that God, you have done these things, and it's marvelous in our eyes. Psalm one one eight. The Bible says, "For this is the Lord's doing." Verse twenty three, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will be glad and rejoice in it. We acknowledge that this thing. It's you who have done it. You are the one who has done it. We didn't do it, but not of ourselves. We didn't do it ourselves. We won't take glory for it. Psalm 115 verse 1, Bible says, Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name be glory for thy mercy and thy truth's sake. It says, it's not, it's, not, it's not us. It's not our doing. It's not because I was clever. It's not because I was smart. It's not because I was wise. It's just by your doing. It's not because I took vitamin C or I took zinc or I ate garlic or I ate ginger. It's not. There are people, the people who make the ginger themselves, some of them have died. Those who, the doctors who were taking care of us, some of them died. You don't know anything. Grade 12, grade 12 life science was a struggle, but you are still around. What else can it be? Almighty God. Now, any praise and glory that belongs to God that you give to man is poisonous to man. It's dangerous for a human being to take praise that belongs to God and to himself. So, when we take the glory, it's dangerous to us. An example is Herod. Bible says, and Herod spoke. And when he spoke, the people said, this is not the voice of a man, but it's the voice of God. And Bible says, and the angel of the Lord smote him. That's why in Acts, Acts 12, 
20, and upon Acts 12, 21, and upon the said day, Herod, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon the throne and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout. See, it's not even Herod that said it all. The people who heard him, they gave a shout, saying, it is the voice of a God, not a man. He just spoke. And then immediately, next verse, the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not thanks. He gave not God glory. And he was eaten by worms and gave up the ghost, which means he died. When the people were saying, when, when, when the people were saying, this speech is so nice, it's only God who can make sense. This is not a man speaking. Instead of correcting them, he was updating his status and then giving, giving glory to himself. Bible says, immediately the angel of the Lord smote him. And when started to eat him even before he died. The glory of God is too heavy to be held by a man. I say it again. The glory of God is too heavy to be held. No one's hands are big enough to contain the glory of God. No man, not your mother, not your father, not your pastor, to contain, the, to hold the glory of God. No. Only God deserves his glory. So Jesus taught us to pray. He said, when you finish, say, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Yours. Yours alone is the kingdom. Yours alone is the power. Yours alone is the glory. Hallelujah. So that's why we are here this morning. Amen. Amen. Good. Let's roll. Why must we give thanks? I give you three and then we close. And then how? Why must we give thanks? Number one, to preserve our blessings. We give thanks to preserve our blessings. This is why we give thanks. To preserve our blessings. Malachi chapter 2. I'm reading from verse number. It says, And now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you. Now, let me just sort out verse 1 before you eliminate yourself. Because immediately I read it. Oh, ah, he's talking to the pastors. Bible says, He has made us unto our God. Revelation 10 6 or 6 10. Kings and priests. Peter said, For we are a royal priesthood. We are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. So you go around confessing that you are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. When he says priest, you say, Oh, no, not, uh, Pastor Spa. Pastor Spa and Pastor Spiwe. As for Pastor Lungani, is not a priest. So let me, so are we on board now? Can the priest say amen? amen. Good. It says, and now, O ye priest, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear, and ye will not lay it to thy heart, to, to heart, to give glory unto my name. Say yet the Lord of hosts. I will even send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessing. Yea, I have cursed them already because you do not lay it to heart. So it's like the blessing I've given you. I've why, why do we say it is cursed? It's not like the thing is a bad thing. It's like when it's there, it's poor. It starts to spoil. When it's there, it's spoiling. 
How many of you have had things that when you got it very nice, then as day one pass, day two, you see that it's changing. It's changing. It's the curse that is on it that makes it change. She got the Mustang and it crashed. You buy a new dress to where you wear it when you wash it once you see it's not the same as the one in the shop it has started to spoil because they say it's already accursed it's not like it's a bad thing but it loses its value when you go and buy a car when it's in the showroom it has a price as soon as you drive it out of the show you see it's a talent talent boom if you take it for a test drive nothing changes but as soon as you pay, you drive it out of the showroom, the values. I mean, if you get to the case, oh, I've changed my mind, I'm coming back. I don't want it again. They won't give you your money. They'll give you part of your money because the value has dropped. The case is working. The case is. So thanksgiving for what God has given us is what preserves the blessing God has given to us. Without thanksgiving, your blessing will become a case. Jeremiah chapter 13, verse number 16. The Bible says, give glory unto the Lord before he causes darkness and before your feet stumble upon the dark mountains. And while ye look for light, he turn it into a shadow, the shadow of death and make it gross darkness. He says, give thanks unto the Lord quickly before he turns that that, that what you have, what the blessing you have before he turns it into darkness. Thanksgiving preserves the blessing. A good example is tomatoes. So when you have tomatoes, a basket or a bag or a box full of tomatoes, you see just by it being there, it starts to rot. Bananas, it starts to rot. But when you look at thin tomatoes, they have put some preservatives inside tomato period. It can be there three years. It's not spoiling. Your thanksgiving is that preservative that you put into your blessing to ensure that your blessing doesn't get spoiled. Yeah, it ensures. It makes sure that your blessing, that your marriage gets sweeter and sweeter. Because when you are not married, there are some quarrels you will not have. Usually when you are not married, you are not likely to quarrel over food. Because your mother is still your mother and her mother is still her mother. Best case scenario. In fact, in that state, your mother is the number one provider of food for you. When you marry her, she she takes the whole tender. Even at a point, they may be sharing 50-50. But when you become the husband, the whole tender is... When you have not eaten, it's her fault. Then the quarrels start. The arguments start. Argument over this, argument over that. Then the sweet marriage... It's beginning to get spoiled. It's beginning. And those of you who are not married who are thinking, oh, Bishop, them, they are very bad. That's why their marriages are the way they are. No problem. We are waiting for you. We are waiting for you. We are waiting for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But thanksgiving is what preserves it. I see you being a thanksgiver. What do you thank God for will last. When you thank God for it, it will last. I thank God for this church all the time. All the time. All the time. That's why in spite of the turbulence, the church is still there. The church is still there. Because I give God glory all the time concerning the church. 
Hallelujah. Number two. To perfect our blessing. Why do we give thanks? We give thanks to perfect our blessings. To perfect our That when God has blessed us, we make it perfect. Luke 17. And it came to pass, verse 11. As they went to Jerusalem, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, which stood afar off. And, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when, they, when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to us that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They are not found that would tend to give glory to God. Save this stranger. And he said unto him, arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. Now, this beautiful story that we have read tells us of people who had leprosy and they, Jesus healed them. And when he healed them, only one came back to give thanks to God. And Jesus said these words to him. Thy faith, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. There's a difference between being healed and being whole. Being healed is a particular health problem being solved. Being whole is a total making something perfect and making something complete. How many of us agree that it's not possible that the only problem these guys had was leprosy? How many? There's a saying, there's a Zulu saying, when it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours. So as you are sitting here, if I ask you that, oh, is everything, Bishop, there's a problem. You are more likely to say one problem, but it doesn't mean that's the only problem you have. So, Bishop, hey, my child, my, the, at the time, that's the one that is pressing you. But apart from your child, there are other issues. There's an issue with your boss. There's an issue with your neighbor. The, we, we have an issue with our neighbors. You too. No more in the name of Jesus. May God make our situation whole. This, that, family issue. This, there are a lot, but this is the one that is pressing right now. Pressing. I mean, when if you're a student during exam time, your main problem is exam. It doesn't mean your hunger problems have been solved. You have other problems. Sometimes I have relationship problems. You have other things you have to worry about. Sometimes medical problems. So these guys, they were healed, and they went, but they didn't come to say thank you. The one who came to say thank you, when he said thank you. God or Jesus made him whole, which is he perfected his condition completely. For all you know, he was unemployed. 
For all you know, he was a leper. He couldn't work. So sadly, Jesus said, your faith has made the whole a job open for him. For all you know, he didn't have a beloved. As soon as God said, your faith has made the whole, a certain lady's eye opened to him. As soon as Jesus said, your faith has made the whole, a certain opportunity opened for him. Maybe he didn't have anywhere to stay because they, were, they, were, they look at Jesus from afar. In those days, lepers were not allowed to stay in the city. So immediately, his accommodation problem was also solved. Sometimes there are so many problems. So when, you, when, you, when, you, when we give thanks to perfect what we have, you know, God has two types of blessings and two types of gifts. The Bible says every good and perfect gift cometh from above. God has good gifts and perfect gifts. Two types of gifts. Good gifts and perfect gifts. How does it work? Good gift, thanking God for the good gifts qualifies you for a perfect gift. Psalm 84 verse 11 says, The Lord is a sun and a shield. He will give grace and he will give glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. God has good gifts. Good gifts. A good gift is a good job. But you may have a good job and have a very cantankerous boss. You may have a good job and have a witch as an assistant. A witch. I mean, a real witch, not Harry Potter witch, real witch. A lady witch is a witch cast, yeah. Yeah. So many things are good, gift, but there's something, it's not complete. Not complete. They, 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 you, you may have a, I mean, a good gift is a car. But you may have a car, you repair it. May God deliver you from repairing cars. We are breaking that thing today in the name of Jesus. I mean, the car itself is good because there's somebody who doesn't have one. And it drives you from A to B. But the number of times you have to repair it, it's an absentee car. It's never there. It's just registered at the traffic department that it belongs to you. Yeah. And, and what happens is that when it's time for the disc to be renewed, then the um, traffic department will send you a reminder. I once had a car. I'd not seen the car for about three, four years. Every year they will send me something to renew the disc of the car. One day I woke up. I said, let's sell it as crap. And I sold the car, I took it off my name. Because it doesn't do anything for me. Just bringing me yearly bills. And when it brings the bill, you are so angry. You want to sell it. When you finish paying the bill, you forget about it. You wake up one year later, they are looking for 850 rands from you. you. And you don't realize, because you don't use it, you are going to renew the disc of your current car. Then they tell you that it's blocked because you have another disc car in the system which has expired. Perfect gift. Psalm 138, verse 8. Bible says, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not thy works. 
in thy own hands. So God has two types of gifts, good gifts and perfect gifts. God will give you a gift. As you say thank you for it, then you perfect it. God can give you a beloved. It's a good gift. Many years ago, God gave me a beloved. It was a good gift. Yeah, because a rough guy like me. I mean, no, no, I'm not joking. You are laughing, but I'm serious. I mean, a rough guy, like a sharpshooter like me. Yeah. Sharpshooter like me. You won't want to be with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I know. I'm telling you in advance. Sharpshooter. It's like the mouth, maybe I can be sleeping. I can be asleep. Then I'll hear what you are saying in my sleep. Then I'll open one eye. Then I, pew, then I go back to sleep. <laughs> when I wake up, I don't know whether I was dreaming or I was awake, but yeah, automatic. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes my wife can be surprised. Hey, it's very rough to his wife. It's not. Look, the number... Uh, the number of times I've made my wife laugh, if I was charging for it by now, her whole family, they can't pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I got a beloved. But thanking God for it, God turned it into a marriage. And into a family. And through that marriage, God blessed me with a family, with children, with a happy home. Yeah. And made it a perfect gift. Oh, it will be a beloved every day. So we're married next year. I know some relationships, as soon as the girl brings up marriage, then quarrels start. Then it's like, okay, the relationship is not working. Let's break up for some time. They're always going on and off, like a PhD course. You never finish. You submit and submit and submit and submit. But it's a good beloved. And having one is a good gift, but it's not a perfect gift yet. It has not been perfected yet. May God perfect everything concerning you through your thanksgiving. May He perfect. I mean, this church is a good gift. But as you thank God for it, God will perfect it for you. God. Thanksgiving perfects our blessings. Number three. Time is flying. We give thanks to multiply our blessings. Thanksgiving is necessary to multiply your blessings. John chapter 6, Bible says from verse 5. And when, and when Jesus then lifted his eyes and saw a great company, he saw a great company came unto him, he saith unto Philip, When shall we buy bread that these may eat? And, and this he said to prove him. For he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread will not sufficient, is not sufficient for them. That every man may take a little. 
So Jesus had a meeting. There were so many people. And he asked, where can we get food for these guys to eat? And one of his disciples, whose name was Philip, said, even if we spend 200 penny worth to buy bread, which is all the money they had, it will not be enough to give everyone, that everybody will take a little bit to eat. It will still not be enough. And one of the disciples, I think named Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, there is a lad here which had five barley loaves and two fishes. But what are they among many? He said, the, the other one even said, there's some small boy here. His mother packed some food for him. But what is it? Even 200 penny worth cannot feed these people. How about this small, um, um, smaller nyana, smaller nyana amakunya that this boy has? It's not going to do anything for this guy. And Jesus said, make the man sit down. Look at what thanksgiving is going to do. It's going to multiply the small blessing. Jesus said, the blessing that is available is this last two fishes and five loaves of bread. He said, make the man sit down. Now there was there grass in the place. So the man sat down in number about 5,000. Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed it to his disciples and the, the disciples to them which sat down, which were set down. So you see, if you didn't obey this instruction, you won't get anything. That's why as a Christian, you must obey instructions. When your pastor tells you something, do it. Because there's no detail in the Bible that is useless. They, they could have said, and he gave it to them. But he said, he gave it to them that were set down. But that's not the subject for today. And likewise the two fishes, as much as they were. They ate and ate. The next verse. And when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragment that remain, that nothing be lost and they gathered about 12 baskets full the thing that and therefore they gathered and filled 12 baskets with the fragment of the five barley loaves which remained over and above that they had eaten when they presented the breakthrough to them it was not sufficient it was not enough it was limited it was not what they what they wanted but Jesus gave thanks. By thanksgiving, multiply what was limited to become unlimited. I see God multiplying things in your life which are limited to become unlimited. Some of you, money is limited in your life. God is multiplying them because of your thanksgiving. Multiplied it. This is why we don't give thanks because it's not enough. That's why we don't pay our tithes because we have more things to do and what the little that we have is not enough. But by bringing your tithes to give thanks to God and giving thanks to God, you give God an opportunity to multiply what you have in your hands. Because what you have in your hands is all you have. You cannot increase it and it's still not enough. Unless God blows his blessing on it to multiply it, what you have cannot increase. So we give thanks to multiply. 
and I must learn to be thankful. Be thankful for your wife. Thankful for your husband. Thankful for your parents. Thankful for your pastor. Thankful for your church. Thankful for your situation. Thankful for your job. Be thankful for it. Thankful for your health. Be thankful for it. If you are not thankful for it, it cannot become what you need. It cannot. Thanksgiving is a multiplier of blessings. That's what in, in math or in economics, we call it the multiplier. That's what increases it. That's what blows it up. I mean, anybody you do something for who is thankful, you want to give them more. Yeah. You want to, I always watch people when I do something for them. I watch out for their reaction. I told you, I, I spent money on somebody, 5,500 rands. The day I spent that money is the day the person told me, you have neglected me. I said, I will do nothing for you until Jesus comes. And it's not an evil thing. I do the same thing for somebody else. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let me go on. Acts 2.47. But says, and praising, look at the multiplier effect. And praising God, Acts 2.47. And praising God and having, with all, having favor with all the people, the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. What led to the addition? Praising God. Giving glory to God. Jeremiah 30 verse 19 it says and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry and I will multiply them and they shall not be few and I will glorify them and they shall not be small God says, when thanksgiving comes from them, when they are constantly thanking me, what would I will do is that I will multiply them. Some of you grumble too much. You are almost like witches. You grumble too much. You complain too, too much. Almost. You are just one step away. Next door neighbors. Complain too much. It's time to put aside the things that have not been done yet and concentrate on what has been done and glorify God for them. Hey, pastor, you are preaching about thanksgiving because you, everything is fine with you. Who told you? If that's what you see, that's also good. It's, it's a testimony to God because that's what you see. You see that because I'm in a disposition of thanksgiving. So I always magnify the good things that are happening in my life. I don't have time for bad things. If you come close to me, it's one of the first things you realize. It's when you are fast. It's it's always into bad things. It's always talking about the bad things. No. If you come close to me, you will see, I don't have even one minute for bad things. Oh, yeah. It's not like there are no bad things. I'm just looking for the good things to thank God for. Because as I thank God for it, God will solve the bad problems. Yeah. God will solve the bad problems. He says, and out of them shall proceed, shall come for thanksgiving. And a voice of them that make memories, a voice of them that celebrate. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. I see your things increasing. I see increase coming to somebody now. Somebody's salary is being increased. It says, and I will glorify them, 
and they shall not be small. So it's not even what you have alone that God is multiplying. God is multiplying your status. Because to glorify is to give value to it. To let people praise it. They shall not be small. I'll glorify them. They shall not be small. That's why I said to you at the beginning of the service that there are some titles that today cannot be used in connection to you. But a year from now, it will be used in connection to you. Today, nobody calls you boss. A year from now, somebody will call you boss. Today, nobody calls you sir. A year from now, somebody will call you sir. Today, nobody calls you mommy. A year from now, somebody will say, Ma, I see it happening. Yeah. Hallelujah. God is increasing somebody's status. Somebody's getting a promotion. Bible says promotion cometh not from the east nor from the west, nor, nor from, 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 from where again? The south, but cometh from the Lord. In whom there is no shadow of doubt or darkness. You are being promoted. Right now you are the lowest person at your job place. But I give you one year from today. 2022 is your year of promotion. Somebody will call you say. Yeah. Somebody will salute you. Somebody will open a door for you. When they see you, they salute you. When you come, they get up. I said, when you come, they get up. When you come, they clap. When you come, they rejoice. When you enter your house, excitement comes in the house. Your presence brings joy and excitement. And your, your presence is recognized. And your absence will be missed. Like, your absence will be noticed. That's what I mean. When you are not there, it will be noticed. Ah, you are not around. When you come, it will be celebrated. It's not that when you open the door, then the children start to run away. Like the way the rats and the cockroaches run away when you turn on the light. You see, when ESCOM turns off the light, you see that anytime the light comes back, they're celebrating, no matter where it is, whether white people, black people, colored Indian, as soon as the light comes back, everybody says, that will be your story. As soon as you come back, everybody will celebrate. Put your hands together for Jesus. Now, how, in conclusion, how do you give thanks well? Or how do you give thanks acceptably? We are gaining understanding. And I said, understanding, the results you get from anything you are doing depends on the depth of understanding. So how? We have looked at why. We have looked at what. We said thanksgiving is what? Giving glory to God for what he has done. Why? There are a lot of reasons. If I give you all of it today, we'll finish tomorrow. Now, how? Number one, do it cheerfully. If you are giving thanks, give thanks cheerfully. Give thanks what? Cheerfully. Second Corinthians 9, 7 says, For every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. When you are come to give thanks, do it from your heart and do it cheerfully. 
Don't do it grudgingly eh? or necessity. Eh? If I don't bring my envelope, they are going to see me and say that. No, no, not out of necessity. Do it from your heart. Don't do it grudgingly. As you are doing, you are bored. Mm, I don't want to. No. Do it gradually, happily. For God, God is happy with somebody who gives cheerfully. For God loves what? A cheerful giver. Thanksgiving starts from your heart. It must come from your heart. If it doesn't come from your heart, it's useless. In fact, we don't thank God because, of, because our hearts are filled with ingratitude and greed. We don't thank God because that's how our, our hearts are. So it must start from your heart. So purpose in your heart that you'll be somebody who gives thanks. Every little thing, everything God does, you'll be somebody who gives thanks. That will be your nature. James 3.15, the Bible says, Is any merry amongst you? Let him sing psalms. You must be happy before you sing. You must be happy. You must be excited. Mary, be, Mary, Mary is not your voice. Mary is inside your heart. It's like you're happy inside. You're happy in, in your ngapakati. You are happy there. Then outside, you sing songs. So we may be singing... Um, Unto the Lord be their glory. Great things he has done. Unto the Lord be your glory. Great things he has done. And so the praises was very powerful. Do you know when we are singing like that, do you know that God doesn't listen to us in a group? He looks at every individual heart. So he's not even listening to your words. That's why, you see, if God were listening to, was listening to the words and how well we sing, then people like myself who don't have a great voice, our worship will not make it. Our praise will not make it. Then number two, it's not every time that I know the words. No, you can ask my wife. It's not every time. I have my own words. I'll be making them and growing them until it finishes loading. So it means all the time that I was learning the song, I mean, God doesn't listen to it. I mean, today I discovered a new song at dawn. You were asleep. At dawn, I discovered it. I've never heard it before. It's so beautiful. And I've been learning how to sing it from dawn, from midnight up to now. I don't know how to sing it yet. I'm learning it. Do you get it? So, is it that until I know how to sing it before God will listen to me? No. It's looking at the way the song even is about salvation. The way the song it makes it brings excitement to my heart. That's what God is looking at. So when we are singing, God is listening, looking at our hearts. Is it coming from your heart? Is your heart merry? This one, the heart is merry. Turn up the volume. This one, the heart is not merry. Lower it. This one, take off the power. This one, shut down. This one, noise extractor. I mean, like, this one is good. He's looking at each other. You would think that God is looking. All of us were singing. Oh, okay. God is not listening at all. He's looking at the individual hearts that are filled with gratitude. And those are the ones that he's listening to. That's what God, not, not your nice voice. No, 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 no. Not this, your nice voice. To God be the glory. Uh-huh, something like that. You see that? If I don't have the words. Be the glory to God. Be the glory for the things he... You, you, you see the way my singing? You have to have a gift to sing with me. If you don't have a gift, you can't sing with me. 
Well, I can change the keys four times. And that when I'm worshiping alone, that's how I sing. But God enjoy. I don't use keys. I am open plan. We don't need keys. I don't use doors and windows. It's true. Which is black. Where are the words? By his power. He has raised me to God. Be the glory for the things he has done. That's how I sing. That's why any you, if you are here, any time I sing, I look at when I look at my means I don't know, I don't remember the words. So I'm waiting for her to give me the, the word that are coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why when she's not here, I don't sing much. Because I don't trust some of you. No, I don't trust you. Not because you are bad. Some of you are trying to preserve yourself. So that you look good and I look bad. Do you get it? But my wife, she will look bad for to look good. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. All my, my, my ministry, I've had only two people like that. In fact, three. Who is like, they'll put themselves on the line so that I, when, if it's singing, so that I can be okay. Well, I'll change the key right now, you'll be shocked. Yeah. Pastor's view, you'll be shocked. So if I don't have that person there, these young lighties who have just come, they play for banana, banana, they have just come. As soon as the key goes somewhere, they put them the floor like they've never seen me before I should be there and rot no problem so when I also see you I just because I'm a very good I'm a very good preacher I can preach to make you happy I don't need to sing to make you happy I stick with what I know when I see when I see that my wife is there who will save me then I'll, I'll come with this type of things How great is our God How great is his name He's the greatest of all He's forever the same He rolled back the wall of the mighty rest they would have put the mic down by now because the song almost went up and he said I will lead you put your trust in me you, you, you see the song almost went off when you see do you know how I know that the song is about to go off when Tyler opens all his eyes I know that he's in trouble I'm in trouble or he's in trouble but if it's one of these banana banana girls, they'll just put their microphone down. You will see Lobos has put their mic in his in his shoe. It's as though they can't find their mic. But when we are singing, in spite of the on and off, on God is looking at the joy inside your heart. That's what touches. That's why your voice doesn't matter, the kids don't matter, your words don't matter. What is happening inside your heart is what matters. So thanksgiving must be done cheerfully. Yeah. Cheerfully. 
cheerfully. You thank you, give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus His Son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Let's go. So it comes from your heart. Ephesians 5 19, the Bible says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody where? In your heart unto the Lord. Making melody in your heart. Giving thanks cheerfully. Not giving thanks cheerfully leads to problems. Deuteronomy 28, 47 and 48 says, Because thou serveth not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart. For the abundance of all, for the many things he has done for you. He says, thou shalt serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee. In hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put the yoke of iron upon thy neck until he had destroyed thee. Number two, I give you three keys. Do it quickly. If you are going to thank God, do it quickly. Do it quickly. When you have to thank God, you don't do it quickly. You even forget. Romans 6, 12 says, Beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, the land of bondage. Do it quickly. Have you not realized that you do something for people, then they don't say thank you. Then after some time, three weeks later, 21 days, they can't. So, I want to thank you for the thing that you did. You, you have already even lost interest. So, so don't mention. What you are saying is that I have realized if I have anything good, I won't do it to you. Oh, I'll thank him when I like. The ten lepers, Bible says, and when and when they turned away to go from Jesus, they immediately they were healed. And immediately one of them, real, when he realized that he was healed, cried with a loud voice, glorifying God. And he turned around immediately. He, Jesus had given them an instruction. Go and show yourself to the priest. But as they were going, realized that he didn't say, hey, priest, wait. I'm going to say thank you. I'm sure the others were like, oh, let me go and show it to my, let me go home to show it to my auntie, my, my brothers at home so that they authenticate that it's a real healing. Let me go and see the priest. Let me go and do it. Maybe three weeks later, let me wait till month end. I'll put everything together. Then I'll come and say thank you. But this one, immediately. In French, we say immediate man. Oh, yeah. Immediate man. He turned around. Came to give glory. There's something beautiful about giving thanks immediately. If you do something with somebody, the person, it tells you that the person realizes the import of what you have done instantaneously. Not you are at home, then somebody tells you that, oh, hey, you are blessed, though. And so I want to say thank you for. Immediate man. Tell your neighbor, immediate man. Do it quickly. Do 
till forever. Say, I'm there. I'm waiting. Say, Shani, quickly. Do it quickly. Hey, Pastor, please, I'm waiting for your birthday, then I will say thank you. Immediately. Do you know when my birthday is going to come? A year from now. In 2022. Why is it that I, did, I didn't wait till your birthday to lay my hands on you to pray for you? But I prayed for when you came with your prayer. You wanted a prayer immediate, man. Now to say the thank you, you want to wait for Valentine's Day or Freedom Day. Shame on you. Let us say thank you to God immediately. Number three, do it with understanding. I close. Do it with understanding. Do it with understanding. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. Psalm 47 verse 7 says, God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with, with understanding. Do thank God with understanding. Without understanding, you can't thank God well. Understanding why we are thanking God, understanding what to understand why you must thank God, understanding what thanksgiving, the role it plays, it makes you thank God properly. There are some of you who have not even been to bring an offering to come and say thanks because you don't understand what you are doing, you don't know the effect of it. Some of you have also brought an all. Usually, you give 100 rands, so I've come to give 200 rands. You don't even understand what you are doing. That God has taken care of you the whole year. I've come to give him 200 rands to say thank you. You are joking. Can 200 rands keep you alive for the whole year? Think about it. How much is the 200 rands in comparison to what you earn or to what you have? When 200 runs gets lost from your things, would it lead to a quarrel between you, your relatives, your uncles, your ancestors? And you are to say thank you to God for sustaining you and keeping you alive with 200 runs. You don't even understand what you are doing. Do it with understanding. That's why I started by saying wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom back. In all your gettings, get understanding. It's, like, it's almost like he's saying that understanding is more important than even, even your wisdom is useless without understanding. Without understanding why, without understanding how, even your wisdom is useless, Shondad. It is useless. Hallelujah. Do it with understanding. Don't just do it. It's like oh, some casual something we are doing. It's not a casual thing. It's a massive, it's an important thing we are doing. You need to do it. All the small blessing you have can turn into a curse for you. Yeah, the blessing of a child can turn into a curse. I know people because of their children, they can't sleep. They can't sleep. They cannot sleep. This morning, somebody sent me, uh, um, I just, I was just, how are you? They said, Pastor, everything is fine. It's just my, my daughter. She's demon possessed. Like she has a demon. She behaves. Hey! When I look at, I became frightened. I showed it to my wife. Look at how the person is. It's like my daughter is demon possessed. She behaves anyhow. So 
So I said, wisdom is knowing what to do and doing it. Understanding enhances your ability to do it. The power of your action is greatly enhanced by the depth of your understanding. So your understanding is what determines the intensity of your thanksgiving. Today, by the understanding that you and I have, we want to come before God and give him thanks. Understanding what thanksgiving is, the role that he plays, what it does for us as Christians. We want to, with that understanding, we want to come before him and give him thanks. And erupt into a season, a time of thanksgiving to the Lord. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. We want to start by verbally giving thanks out of our mouth. Give thanks. Say thank you to God for how far he has brought us as a church, as individuals. We want to say thank you to him with our mouth. With our, lift your voice and begin to thank God right now. Thank God. Psalm 103. Put the scripture there. And let's go through the scripture. And let's just, for just two, three minutes, we just say thank you to God. Thank you to God. David said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And forget not his benefits. Who forgiveth thy, thy, thy iniquities. And who healeth thy diseases. Who delivered, redeemed thy life from destruction. And crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Next verse. Next verse. Who satisfied thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like that of an eagle. Lift your voice wherever you are. Begin to thank the Lord right now. Rampatabada. Ratotaleba. Sompapalaka. Kimolaba. Sompalekosha. Shatolomo. Sepayanaba. Kamolaba. Kempapapa. Brontekalebasa. Shamon. Sepandekandalababanda. Rompalabala. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We thank you. We bless you. With a heart of gratitude and a heart of thanksgiving, we say thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. We thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your hand of saving. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for preserving us. Thank you, oh God. Thank you as a church. Thank you as a family. Thank you as individuals. In the name of Jesus. Thank you right now. Thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you,
Cheerfully, we do it speedily and we do it with understanding that we know that as we bless you, as we give you glory, we preserve our blessing, we multiply our blessing, and we perfect it. We thank you, we bless you, we give you glory, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I want us now to give glory to God. says make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye land make a joy how many of you are ready to give a shout of praise to the Lord come on make a joyful noise unto the Lord wherever you are ring it all over the place let me hear some noise somebody scream 
the Lord. Unto the Lord. Be all the glory. Be all the glory. Be all the glory. You, you came with an offering to say thank you. Come with your envelope right now. I want to pray for a multiplier effect to come over your life. Then we are going to praise him with a dance. You came with your offering. Bring it now, 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 now. Alemo sepa kaileba, brando la bento kaibanto taleba, semanto tale kanta lebasa, braske paloba shampalo kande kateba, romba leba kanto taleba, sempola ketele. As I lay my hands on, a certain multiplier effect will take place right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, le pako balaba, branto balaba, mayala. May the Lord multiply what you have. May He multiply what your blessing. May He perfect your blessing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Makoma le kayaba, kampolaba. Receive a touch that leads to multiplication. In the name of Jesus. It's yours right now. It's yours right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Supernaturally. God is changing something about you. He's changing something about you. He's changing something about you. That will lead to your multiplication. In the name of Jesus. What you have will increase from today. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I will multiply them. And they shall not be fewer. And I will glorify them. And they shall not be smaller. Receive a special grace. For multiplication. In the name of Jesus. My God. My God. Receive the grace to increase exponentially in the name of Jesus. My God, something is changing about you from today. From today, God is elevating your status. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. It's yours. It's your portion right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Kamola sepaye kalaba. God is making you whole. He's making you whole. He's making you whole. Because of your thanksgiving, God is making you whole. He's making you whole. He's solving more than one problem. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Simple, Maya Sopakeda, Lekobada, Kamola, 
Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.